0: oh wait wait you're drinking coffee and it's like fucking 9 30 yeah, at night that's what i mean let's get that's it what I mean. you are literally
1: What's he's literally the, he's, like, he's the, not good the, no, no
0: you don't understand he's the dumbest smart kid i've ever met in my life literally
2: <laughs> yes yes that's
0: this should crazy. be literally billy this is the cold opening your brother <laughs> is literally the dumbest smart kid i've ever met he's a glutton
1: for no. punishment Who? Not. <laughs> it's not. That's so true. That's me. It's true.
2: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Domain Sherpa, and thank you for tuning in to the podcast with the best domain name and digital asset content in the world. Today's episode is a Domain Sherpa review titled The Earth is Not Flat, featuring Drew, Jen, and the one and only Logan Flat. And on today's show, we play the domain game featuring defiu.com, hydrotherapy.com, and perceptive.io. And then we've got the Namejet and a Jet segment sponsored by Namejet, and we talk about some domains coming up for auction, including Akira.com, FutureTech.com, Topform.com, and Crit.com. It's Drew's last time on Sherpa while he's in the Far East, and it's Logan's first time on the show since I've been the host. So this is a long episode with a ton of great domain content, and all that and more is coming up here now on Domain Sherpa. And remember, if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, you can also watch the video version at DomainSherpa.com and on our YouTube channel at DS.TV. You can also Listen to the shows on Apple and Spotify and other podcast platforms as well. And please make sure to hit the like button, the subscribe button, and all that good stuff where you can and help Domain Sherpa grow the pie. Um, We also integrate our shows now with Muse.ai, which provides new search functionality for the shows and transcripts as well. So definitely check all that out. Props to our sponsor, Dan.com, the number one place in the world to buy and sell your domains with a special platform made for domain investors. And special shout out to our own business, Media Options, the number one domain brokerage in the world specializing in domain acquisition sales and appraisals find out more at mediaoptions.com or you can also sign up for our newsletter for the best domain names and domain opportunities available in the market every week and also featuring key insights and other helpful information related to branding naming and domain investing with that it's now time to get into this episode of domain sherpa where all roads lead to domains What's up, Sherpa Network? Thank you for tuning in today. My name is Jonathan Tenenbaum, aka JT, aka Jay on, aka Sherpa Winfrey, and I'm the host and producer of Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains. Today's show is a Domain Sherpa Review, where we get into the minds of successful domain investors using real examples so we can learn strategies and tactics to become more successful domain investors ourselves. These are the experts. These are the OGs. We've got a pseudo special guest today, which I'm extremely excited about. There are four segments to a Domain Sherpa Review. We've got the grand opening. That's where I right, intro the Sherpas, we talk about what's going on with them, do some AKAs, some related things, some unrelated things, we'll see what kind of tangents we might get off on. Then we got segment two, which is the domain game, where we hear about what the Sherpas recently bought or sold, everybody guesses on the price, we keep score, we declare a winner, and maybe even give out some swag to said winner. Then uh, segment three, we got Name Jack and the Jet, sponsored by our friends at NameJet. We review a list of uh, domains coming up for auction, and then last but not least, we've got grand closing, where we'll discuss anything we haven't covered already, what's going on in the domain. Main space looking at the market trends, current events, and allowing our guests to mention and promote anything they want to talk about that we have not already discussed. With that, let's go ahead and introduce the Sherpas over to my right. I got my homegirl, Jen Sale, aka Aussie Osborne, aka Olivia Newton Jen, aka Rocket Isle Dundee, aka Dingo Star, aka Melbourne to be wild, Genius. aka Jen. If you have to ask how much it is, you can't afford it because our stuff never goes on sale, aka Sipping on Jen and Juice, <laughs> aka the Ever Queen. What's up, girlfriend? How we doing?
1: I'm doing very, very well. Thank you so much for asking, Jonathan. <laughs>
2: <laughs> How are you doing? I'm How doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome. I'm doing. We were off on some kind of conversation off, uh, I guess, off stage, right? Where uh, Drew is referring to me as the dumbest smart kid he knows. So uh, you know, we might see some of that in the, in the cold open. We'll see what Billy does with that. Uh, but, These yeah, truths
0: uh, are self evident.
2: Truths are self-evident. We, we 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 political right now. All right. Well, you know what? Let's keep it moving. I'll continue to do the intros because I want to get to the one, although Jen, yours matters, but I want to get to the one that really matters today and uh so but on the way i've got one more to do in the meantime to my (laughs) lower right i got my boy andrew rosner aka morpheus aka the dirk diggler of digital assets aka bob lee swagger the sniper aka drew drew got what i need aka never gonna give drew up aka graybeard the domain pirate checking in this will be the last show that he checks in from the far east during this particular adventure and trek and uh how we feeling man what's good
0: uh it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Two more days of Chiang Mai. Then we're gonna go uh, hop on a sailboat, sail for uh uh six days on the west coast of Thailand, go check out uh uh you know, some of those little islands, you know, like when Leonardo DiCaprio filmed the beach. Ooh, okay. but we're gonna we're gonna just go sail around and check out some some islands. We're gonna stay away from most of the uh, touristy places and 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 hot spots, but um uh, and then we're gonna, you know, just kick it two nights uh two nights of uh posh in, in, in Bangkok. And then that's it. We're out. It's a wrap, two months, it flew by. I can't believe it. But I'm also very, very ready uh to get home, get back to my routine. Uh I think I think we should do a uh a, a, a debriefing episode. Uh you know, it'll be like the domain sherpa you know, travel extravaganza.
2: Yeah. Like, like a filmers, filmers guide.
0: Yeah. You you know, it'd be, it'd be actually an interesting angle for sure, but to have like a little bit like, you know, it's interesting, right? What, What would we get into is we get into digital assets, right? And so the people that are really experts in these subjects are, um, you know, they tend to be, let's say flexible. They, they, they live in different places. They travel a lot. Uh, you know, which I think could be said about everybody on here except you, JT. And um, uh,
2: continue. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm okay. And uh, <laughs> uh, I'm just
0: taking I notes think a that there, you know, no, it's idea. interesting. I I think that there would actually be this like really unique uh perspective on travel, unique destinations, how to travel, types of travel uh uh things do in certain places that that would probably resonate with most of our audience.
2: Uh well yeah and I've heard from more than uh, one person about, you know, they're enjoying hearing about your travels. You know, people are like, it's super oh, yeah? interesting. Love hearing about what Drew's got yeah. going on in the Far East. And uh so yeah, well and then uh, I guess if we were guiding people in their travels, that would actually make us actual Sherpas, right? You know what I'm saying? Like totally. <laughs> more in that, line with the I like more it. in line with the definition. I like it. I-
0: I think we're onto something. I think we should interview people that come back from like cool travel and like get a debrief.
2: Yeah. Well, I think, look, a lot the of us are Domain Sherpa travel
0: debrief. I like that. Domain Sherpa travel debrief.
2: All right, man. We can make it happen. We you know we've got lots of digital nomads that are part of our circle. So there's no question that, um, you know, and some travel we do together, right? We all were, uh, we, we got together yep. out in LA, a bunch of us got together out in Vegas. I mean, There's definitely some things to do in and around that stuff. But I think that the trip that you're taking right now is, is, is particularly interesting because it's, it's somewhere that not a lot of people have gone, especially the different places that you've gone in the process, right? You guys weren't just in Bangkok. You've been in Chiang Mai, you've been in Laos, you've been in Vietnam, you're going to be on a boat like Lonely Island and, uh, you know, just, just living, man. It's really all good.
0: So we're all just living. It's been an amazing trip. I I will say two months is a long time to travel. I uh uh i I basically come to a couple of conclusions. I'll just shout those out and then we can go. For me, I've come to the conclusion that the ideal period of time for let's say holiday travel, decompression, relaxation, etc., is three weeks. You need one week to basically decompress. Then you've got basically roughly 10 days of like, all right, kill it. Just you're, you're chilling, you're doing whatever you're doing, but you're in a different frame. You've you, Your perspective has changed, you're sort of, you've adjusted to whatever time zones or whatever. You're just, you're you're on a new plane, okay? And then, you know, you got the last couple of days that are just anxiety of, okay, it's time to go. So I think three weeks is like the ideal decompression travel time. If you're going like culture heavy, you're trying to really get to know a place, I think like five weeks is great, Right. And five weeks was kind of the turning point for me where I was like, all right, I'm actually really ready to get back now and like, uh, get back to my routine. I, you know, I'm sitting here at a very small table in a very uncomfortable wooden chair. This is how I've been working. I got, it's a good thing. I'm in Thailand. I'm getting, you know, Thai massage three, four times a week to make up for this damn wooden chair. But otherwise I'd be basically paralyzed, uh, you and have I multiple just want Herman my, Miller my, chairs at, at at your home office. Yeah. Man, so. I want my Herman Miller back. I want my three monitors back. I want my sauna back. I want, you know, I want my I want my comforts. I want my routine. More than anything, I, I, I am
1: I always miss my bed whenever I'm away yes. for an extended period yeah. of time. Like I just have 100%. this like thing about my, my pillow things, my bed. My aircon, like just that comfort space. It's like sure. I was away for like three days this weekend and I was just like, I just want to go home. Yeah. Like, but I have done like the extended, like you. Like, I think the longest I did was four or six weeks over in Africa and that was in like South Sudan. So that was like, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah.
0: That's shit. Big... <laughs> that's, a, that's different. That, that's, that's something yeah. extra. Yeah
1: yeah
2: all right well hey great
0: all but right now so- can i please
2: i want to move on because i'm very very excited for the first oh, time you since- know
0: what hold up hold up oh yeah okay do that do that okay. no, no. i was just okay. gonna come back because i actually had a domain store to tie into this which well, happened totally coincident all right do you want to actually? let me let me finish no, the, the, do let the, the, the intro for long of, yeah you know? yeah yeah. All right.
2: Let's Thank go. you. So, for the first time since I've been host of Domain Sherpa, we've got the one and only Logan Flat, aka Wolverine, aka Logan Paul, aka Sweet and Low Logan Flat, aka Logan. The Earth is not flat, aka Logan Flat and Scrugs. What's up, dude? So for those of you who don't know, uh, founder of MediaCode, uh, Media private investment fund focused on digital real estate, basically a domain name portfolio company, founder of Gain Financial, creating and optimizing digital assets for income, registered his first domain name in 1998, which was actually PowerWealth.com, started investing mm-hmm. in domains in 2009 after the global uh, financial calamity of 2008, where his long, short hedge fund startup went nowhere, Fast, two thousand plus names in his to- in his portfolio. He's a Texas guy. He's a CFA. He's an all around great dude. You may have heard or seen him most recently on Andrew Alleman's podcast, and uh, and now we have the pleasure of having him on the show with us. I saw him in Vegas. I said, "Man, when when are you coming back on Sherpa?" He said, "When are you gonna have me on?" And here we are.
3: <laughs> what sure. is up, dude? How are you? Well, thanks for having me. Good to be here. Uh, Things are going great. I'm. Um... You know, we did two months uh, last year in China and Thailand. Uh, And so we're planning this year to go back to do more time in China. Of course, that's where my wife's family is, but also looking at, uh, or definitely doing Singapore as well, Um, plus uh, maybe Vietnam, where I want to find out more from Drew about his trip. Um, But we're looking at either Laos or or Vietnam, probably most likely, for a long long family, two months away. but uh, we love getting, getting out of the country and, you know, touring around and uh, really getting to see her family that's, uh, you know, back back in China still. So Whereabouts in China? Uh, they're in Shandong province in a city called okay. Shoguang near uh, Qingdao area. Mm-hmm. It's northern China.
2: You know, so I saw in one of the uh, blogs or a little interview that you did, and I don't know, it, that your wife is in the wholesale seafood industry. Is that right?
3: That's correct. That's correct. So have you and no, Drew no. had
2: this conversation? Because no, we, had we,
3: this, didn't. we, we we've, we've had this conversation. He just doesn't remember it. <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> wait, but, but but all right, talk
0: talk to me, talk to me.
3: So so, so, so you so you supplied yo, I need, scallops. I need to get
0: your wife on the show. I, <laughs> so you I supplied, mean, listen, listen, Chinese seafood wholesalers. Those are my people. Yeah, those are my people. I
3: know. I know. Like, like so you so you you, know you supplied
0: scallops, right? We ble- scallops. We bleed the same.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was primarily Just, scallops. Yeah. Okay, so so she has buyers who buy from companies like the one you work for. Who buy they buy scallops from one company, they buy crabs from others, and lobsters from others. But she's yes. the person who's going into the restaurants and actually selling all this stuff to the restaurateurs or to the chefs.
0: Ah, uh, okay. And so then she's her a buyer. local. She's a local wholesale uh, 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 distributor. Texas, if Texas is local, yeah. she's all over Texas. Yeah, lo- lo- um, local meaning she's not like. You know, she's not, she's not a trader. She's, she's actually, a uh, like almost food service.
3: Yeah. I mean, she's going into the restaurants and talking to yeah, them, food service. Getting, their, yeah, getting the food, contract, we would exactly. say food service. Yep, exactly. Exactly. And, uh, but she, she has to keep, keep her finger on the pulse of everything with all the different types of seafood. 100%. Um, so she's, you know, on the phone all day long, talking to these two different people, buyers and sellers and everything else. So, uh, you know, I'm up here in my little oh, office, all quiet to my little laptop. But she's talking on the phone all day long in three different languages. Yeah. She's speaking usually in English, Mandarin, and a little bit of uh Spanish because of the, a lot of the yeah. chefs and everything are something, yeah. you know from Mexico. Totally, oh, yeah. that's wild, dude.
2: Yeah. Oh, see, I, I love pretty, it. A small love world. It. Uh, speaking yeah. of family, since I kind of you know brought that up, uh, just a big shout out to our boy Matthew Zeiker, who uh, welcomed baby number one. Chris is a grandfather. We're super excited. The media options family continues to grow and it is a beautiful, wonderful thing. So big shout out to Matthew and Mom and the baby and uh so Yeah, all congratulations all around. Yeah, congratulations very happy day. See, it is good in this in all this chaos. Imagine being
0: born on Bitcoin fifty thousand day.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Bitcoin, Is it the last time? Is it is it is it the last time to get Bitcoin in the forties or what?
0: Uh I suspect you'll have one more opportunity, but before we get back to, into the 40s, and when I say 40s, it's probably like 48. Um, uh, before you're going to get an opportunity to get it at 40 in the 40s again, uh, or even 50s for that matter, uh, you'll probably see something in the 80 to 120 range, and then a crash, All right, and then well, late correction, you know, a correction, shooting. yes, a correction. correction. Well a correction <clears throat> yeah yeah people tend to get exuberant you know and then you gotta you know you gotta yeah, slap the gotta spit out of their mouth you gotta correct pit. them you gotta and correct then them. uh and then take right. another run at it and and uh-huh. I think the second you know i keep telling everybody it's gonna be a two hump camel that's what we're looking at two hump camel we're in the first hump that first hump is probably going to top out in that 85 to 120 range back down to that 48 something like that 42 48 and then off to the races for somewhere between August and November 2026, uh 2025. Uh probably, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna say one fifty conservative, two twenty-five. That's it. You heard it here,
2: folks. You heard it here.
0: That's it. That's my prediction. By the way, not
2: financial advice. Nothing
0: on here is financial advice. Absolutely not. Although it is a commodity. And so actually there's no repercussions. Well, I'm suggesting all I'm saying, nonetheless, nonetheless, it's not financial advice. It is uh, simply my expectation. And I, as you all know, love to put my money where my mouth is. That's right. So, uh, uh, I just want to talk about seafood. Can we just go back to seafood?
2: (laughs) You said you had a domain Uh, story.
0: Well, so so you know, we're tying up this this uh, the tail end of this this uh, uh, Southeast Asia trip, and uh, it was funny. I didn't even put two and two together, but I was uh, walking around in one of the there's, there's a neighborhood here called Nimon in Chiang Mai, and that's kind of where all the expats are. It's where all the digital nomads are. It's a beautiful neighborhood. It's got so much going on. Uh, great restaurants, great cafes, unbelievable coffee. Uh, and uh i bumped into this co-working space called yellow and it turns out it's the guy that i sold yellow.com two years ago alexis uh but you know he doesn't use yellow.com for just a co-working space he has a whole empire called yellow uh he's got yellow capital uh but you know he he lives here uh, most of the time and so he's got a whole thing going on. And he's got like a really nice co- coffee shop. The whole building's painted yellow. It's called Yellow Cafe, right? He's got okay. yellow co-working, which is the number one co-working in Chiang Mai. Um, uh, beautiful, brand new, super modern, like looks like a WeWork, right? But on steroids, super nice. Uh, so anyways, that was really cool. Uh, we were communicating. Unfortunately, um, I missed him. He actually got out of Dodge. Uh, which brings me to another point. Anybody visiting Chiang Mai, uh, turns out you do not want to be here between the end of February. Uh, like we're actually leaving in two days, and we're leaving just in time. Like we start, we wake up now, and we just start to smell this smoky smell in the morning. And this whole northern area of Thailand, and particularly Chiang Mai, uh, from late February through basically the end of April, um, the farmers are burning their fields, and the air pollution becomes. Uh, second worst in the world for a period of like two months here, oh. uh, only okay. behind I forget which city in China it might be Shanghai actually, um, but it literally becomes the second worst air quality in the world, which is shocking because the rest of the time it's like couldn't be more beautiful. It's this beautiful valley and crisp blue skies and beautiful. But so, anyways, um, well, that's pretty cool. Uh, that like was, so, then yeah. Main story yeah. one was was uh, 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 the yellow.com, dot com right. And then number two is uh this other guy who uh you know we helped uh we helped to acquire a domain. I'm not gonna mention the domain name, but it was a very big domain, it was a seven-figure name. And he listened to my um uh podcast with Tim Ferris and heard that I was gonna be in Thailand. And he reached out and he's like, Hey mate, where are you gonna be in Thailand? I live in Thailand, you know, come. <clears throat> Check me out. Uh, And uh, uh, oh, by the way, I've got a mega yacht. Why don't you come out on it? So anyways, when we go out sailing uh, next week, uh, hopefully I'm going to connect. He's going to be in exactly the same place. And hopefully I'm going to connect and go uh, check this guy out on his yacht and see see how he's living. Oh,
2: wow. See, look at that. It is a small world so anyways, and all as we roads, say,
0: all roads lead to
2: lead domains. to domains, yes, sir, yes, sir, all right, so Logan, speaking of domains, and uh so you're talking about you're up there in your little office, and you know kind of click clack in a way, so you know what takes up a lot of your time as far as you know are you acquiring a lot of names on a daily basis? are you working on outbounding, trying to find deals like what's your uh you know what's what's taking up a lot of your time sort of in general lately?
3: Um, yeah. it's, it's yes, yeah, it's, it's more, you know, looking at the auctions, um, trying to find out, um, uh, you know, what I want to buy what I want to avoid. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm also looking at hand regs here and there. Cause I do a lot of CCTLD uh, investing. Okay. So there are hand regs that are still out there that, uh, I'm looking for. So I'm kind of, uh, you know, kind of trolling through all mm-hmm. the, uh, all the streams looking at uh, different inventory to, uh, acquire potentially. And, uh, you know, I, I only really do that in the mornings. Um, mm-hmm. My afternoons are more, uh, uh, you know, I take, I take my daughter to work every morning and start kind of okay. late taking her to school and everything. Um, but then in the afternoons, I go to the gym, you know, work out, do the spa and everything else, things like that. So um, then I pick my daughter up at the, at the end of the day, and that's pretty much it. So I don't do a lot of a lot of work during the day. It's after at night when they're asleep, uh, I'll come back up here and I'll do, you know, more work, more, okay. a few more hours in there at nighttime. So it's it's, it's in the morning. And then late at night, then I'm I'm up here hunting, and pecking, and looking are, for things. Are, so.
0: are you still messing around in financial markets a lot?
3: Um, not so much. I'm not. I'm not a trader. You know, I'm looking for you know stocks to invest in and buy and hold, uh, but not not so much a buy and sell again. I, I've done that in the past and lost my shirt. And uh, I'm more of a yeah. more of a Warren Buffett kind of buy and hold kind of guy. So okay. yeah. So cool. I
0: didn't realize. I just heard in JT's intro he was talking about that you know, previously had a long short
3: hedge fund, no? well i worked at one for a short while and then i was starting my own in 2008 okay but but the day i was Ooh, going to start that, raising rough, rough, time, rough, day, rough time the day the day the day i was going to start raising raising funds was uh the day the Lehman brothers filed bankruptcy and the market <laughs> crashed so it went it went nowhere fast nowhere fast yeah how'd that cold calling go yeah not, not <laughs> so great yeah no
2: um all right well cool man i you know it's funny you've got sort of this prototypical like you know, I think the domain or lifestyle that a lot of folks, you know, aspire to have, where mm-hmm. quality time, you're doing your thing, you're doing it well. Yeah, you you mentioned the CCTLD stuff, and I remember mm-hmm. you know some of that and some of our prior just con, you know, names con conversations and things. Um, wh- where are you at with .dot AI? Do you have any .dot AI domains? Were you ahead of the curve on mm-hmm. that at all? What's uh, what's going on there?
3: Yeah, I was buying them from the auctions back in like 2017, 2018, getting some some one words um i got things like integer uh wealth excel um things like that that um plus others <laughs> that, yeah, uh, awesome yeah i i sold more.ai last year um sold a couple other other.ai other undersold some .ais in like 2021 okay. unfortunately if i'd held on to them they would have been much better i've got procure out on a long term uh, lto right now so okay. um you know, I've had some some pretty good ones that are in in my inventory and um are in my portfolio and just right I love- waiting for the right Wealth. buyers. Not Wealth, a- Wealth. is a banger. That's a that's really? a great name. Yeah, that's really that's great. a great name. Don't sell yeah, that I- one cheap. I don't plan on it.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't play it. Yeah. Um, what, what would you? What would you? Uh, 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 you know, quite frankly, I can't claim to be an expert in how to price dot AI to me because I truly don't have. Oh, well, Drew just said he claims not to be an expert in uh, something. Go ahead. you are Sorry. so full of it. I don't claim to be an expert in anything other than things that I'm an expert in. And I think you know it's pretty fair to say I'm an expert in domain names and add a value of premium dot com I think it's fair to say you know uh, I'm an expert in a few other weird things, but I don't claim to be an expert in in, in all that many things to be quite honest no, I'm just um, but what would you what would you price wealth.ai at? I, I, I well, have it, what I would price it at. I am curious. I, I'm having I to have say it. what I would say. I don't know.
3: I've got it. I mean, I've got an anchor price, let's say, of like a yeah. million dollars, a million dollars right now. Okay. okay. Uh, but obviously, if uh, a compelling offer came along, I would, you know, certainly want to talk about it. But I've definitely bought it because of wealth management and the, you know, algorithmic trading that um, has been going on oh, for yeah. quite some time using AI. Um, I'm just waiting for the right kind of it's 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 not a startup, it's a it's maybe a spin-off, more likely, uh where a company wants to hang their hat on the brand wealth.ai in yeah. terms of managing 100%. wealth using artificial intelligence. So so that that's gonna be a well-to-do company who's gonna do that. So that's why I'm starting at around a million uh for that. Whether I get that or not, who knows? Uh, because it depends on how yeah. long this trend, this trend in dot AI lasts. I do think it is somewhat of a hype phase right now. Um, but if I can ride that hype phase and uh, get some sales in, that would be great.
2: Yeah, I love it. Um, yeah you know, it's interesting. I saw Elliot Silver real quick posted uh, this week a point that I really liked that he made about uh, lease uh, and payment plan deals that he was like, you know, he's careful not to do those on names that are very like sort of trend driven, right? Because it's the idea of like, all right, I'm gonna put somebody on a three year payment plan where they're gonna pay two grand a month as opposed to you know paying a big you know just getting more money in hand right away for a name that might not have the same value in not too long of a time frame so i thought that was a really good point i like that i mean, I mean it's common sense but i thought when elliot posted it I, that resonated i thought that was cool you know we've had some of those same kind of conversations here so yeah man all right well good stuff well, all right well i think we've got through most of the uh you know, the intros at least, you know, so Billy I'll have to mark whatever time this is when we actually move into the domain game. Um but this is where it's gonna get interesting. Jen, do you have a domain name, domain game name? Or are we gonna have to come back a main to Domain game again?
1: name? Domain game Say name name the domain game name. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you I do you... not.
2: All right, well then we're gonna just keep it moving directly to Drew and let Drew set it off with whatever name he wants to talk about. And uh,
0: uh, music, I think, um, okay.
3: Um,
1: don't be tricksy, just so the Jeopardy uh, music. Plays. I'm not even
0: trying <laughs>
2: to do. Uh,
3: All right. I've got one I if you want me to go ahead. And- no, you can let All right, me you me. go, you go.
2: All right, that's fine. I was going to say we can also, we'll cut some, if there's a big old dead space of time, Billy will just fix that so it's not awkward, but it's fine. We can either wait for Drew or we can start with Logan.
0: Yeah, go, we'll start, go, go with Logan.
3: We'll start with the guest. Okay. I uh, got a sale and it's uh, defyyou.com. So
2: D-E-F-I-U dot com. Oh. So defiou.com. D-E-F-I-Y-O-U dot com.
3: Like decentralized right. finance. Yeah, yeah. DefiU. Is it U, the letter U, or oh.
1: Y-O-U? The letter U. D-E-F-I-U. Oh, yes. U. Yep. Oh, DeFi okay. U. Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: I like it. Um, all right. Put it on your phone or some other way to display what you think it's all for.
3: Uh.
2: All right. Drew, do you have your phone with the your guests? I'm still looking for a freaking name. Okay.
0: Uh da, 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 da. DeFi U. All right, all right, three, two, one,
2: let's flip. All right, okay, we were kind of all in sort of in pocket. Drew is at four thousand eight hundred ninety five. I'm at seven thousand four hundred and ninety nine and Jen is at nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars. So all kind of within the same 5K window. Are we close? Are we in Lights. business who who is the winner this round? In one, but she's not close. Yeah. What? Oh good. good.
3: That's awesome. Dude. Good
1: job, like yeah. it. All right. Damn. Damn. That's good news. You so,
3: so I sold it for
1: thirty-eight thousand five hundred dollars. What
0: makes <laughs> what?
2: Yeah. What you is crazy
1: you need to price that name at that price. So That's awesome. <laughs> So, real yeah.
2: quick, I was calculating something else earlier today, and then the number that was on my phone was $34,785. For a second, I'm like, I should just, this is like a number already here. I should just leave it. And then I'm like, no, <laughs> it's too high. And that would have actually still been under what you sold it for. You know what I'm saying? So, all right, well, how it did t- you, you sell lost
1: it? lost. Stop. You lost. No, but I'm Moving saying how on. I could
2: have won potentially and been, very, <laughs> been closer than this you. This is, <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, in a lot of ways, I did win. Uh, no. <laughs>
0: Uh, <laughs> so well, talk to me. Yeah, the scary you sell thing it? is that yeah. he actually believes that he's telling There's himself an that he really believes it. There's an angle,
1: Logan. Logan, tell us, tell us the story. Tell us,
3: okay? So, the the, the other kicker side of this is that I hand registered this name back in uh 2019 for eight dollars and 59 cents, wow and that's so and cool. back. Back then, I was registering a bunch of Defi names because decentralized finance was coming out, and I'm a finance guy, so I guess back then I kind of knew about it, and uh, registered a bunch of, I hand registered a bunch of Defi names, and Defi U and Defi University was with another one I still own. Um, so I, on these kind of names when they're, they're like you're in this kind of hype phase, like there was back then for Defi. Um, you, I just tend to price high just to see what I can get because of the irrational behavior of the buyers out there, um, and what they're willing to pay if they've got some recent funding or again, they're a well-to-do spinoff from another company. Um, so I'm going to start high and anchor them that way and see if I can get that kind of price. And I think I had this one priced at like 44,000 or something like that, or 48,000, probably around there. Uh, but we did negotiate on this one. They did, they did uh, not just do buy it now. They, um, they. um negotiated with me. And where did you, you it it? Did, uh, where did you have it listed? Sorry JT. Oh,
1: oh, that's ahead. what I was going to say. Like I was I, just wondering so it was 44 listed and then I'm just wondering so what where, where did they come in before like and what was that negotiation like if you can share it. yeah
3: I don't recall because uh this did come through afterneck brokers. Mm-hmm. So they were, you know, relaying information to me and I was holding firm on, you know, to a certain degree. I tend to not do below 80% of what my bin number is. I usually hold out for that. Um uh, and then if I, you know, if I can't get there, I just, I wait for another buyer to come along. Um, but in this case, I, I was holding out probably to 80% or 90% probably whatever it was, the number was. Um, and so the, it really was the Afternet broker who was working them up to that thirty-eight five five against my my anchor price of 44, 48, whatever it was.
2: Wow. Well, good for you, man. I think everything about yeah. it, that's great. And shout out to Afternick. I mean, I appreciate when those yeah, guys- Yeah, hell do of a sale. You know, yeah. yeah. And I appreciate when they put in that work to just, you know- not get you down well to
0: look shout out afternoon shout out my boy aaron <laughs> okay however <laughs> let's not give too much credit okay in my experience 99.9 percent of the time they're trying to fucking convince me to undersell my name not convince the buyer to pay up okay
2: yeah, that's why. I Didn't no, I say shout-out out to right, them? Okay. Right. Didn't I just say yeah. that? I said shout-out to them. Can
0: do, okay. Everybody can do better, all right? Okay, uh, I'm all not, right. I'm not big on, you know, let's give you some flowers. Yeah,
1: okay. Like, no, right. come on, but let's go. The let's other thing is, as, Callum, what okay. Callum,
0: Jen.
1: can I just say, all right, so, no, but there is something to consider as a domain investor in this scenario when an offer or negotiation comes through a third-party platform that has a very high commission. Because you have to take that into consideration because you know that you're taking money off the table, potentially up to 20 to 25% of what this person is offering, because that is the commission they're taking. It's just something that I'm dealing with at the moment in a particular deal where it's come through a third-party platform and I know that they have a very, that broker has a very high commission. So I'm thinking, okay, well, do I wait it out until that lead comes to me directly? Because they will eventually. They will get bored. They will, if they're not getting any traction or getting anywhere with that broker, they might try another broker. They might take a break, come back. Eventually, in my experience, sometimes it's six months down the track. They've got nowhere else to go and they're like, okay, we're going to have to give up our identity we're going to have to deal with the actual seller broker because we are in a position where we're like well we don't want to take 20 to 25% off the table so do you guys consider that when do you th- consider that like when you're dealing with particular platforms and brokers like are you taking uh, into account what they're taking off the table i'm no. interested
0: so Logan, you want to say something? No, go ahead. Okay. Okay. So I'm not upfront. I will not say that this is the right approach. Okay. Uh, clearly, the more optimized, the more thoughtful approach is the one you're saying. However, in my experience, because we're in the domain, Uh And people don't understand domains. They don't understand the pathways. They don't understand the transaction processes. They don't understand the ownership. They don't understand who the people are. There's just a lot of uncertainty. And uncertainty is the enemy of commerce, okay? Uncertainty, I would say, is the single greatest enemy of successful, efficient commerce. So um, I do not put a lot of faith in the buyer, except in those exceptional circumstances where the domain is a must-have. But if the domain is not a must-have, which it rarely is, then uh, I don't put a lot of faith in their ability to come and track me down six months down the road. I'm not saying that doesn't happen. It certainly does. But I am a uh, a believer in a bird in the hand. Uh, and So, look, if we're talking about a four or a five-figure domain name i don't really take into consideration uh the the the, uh the commission at all not whatsoever because at the end of the day i want to remind everybody yeah that never before in the history of mankind has the seller ever paid a commission ever in the history of mankind I don't care if the broker represents the buyer. I don't care if the broker represents the seller. It doesn't matter. I don't care if it's a marketplace. Never before in human history has a seller ever paid a commission. It is always paid by the buyer. Whatever the terms are, the the money is coming out of the buyer's pocket. and so The buyer determines the total amount that they're willing to pay for a particular thing, be it a domain name or whatever else, and then they're going to decide if there is a uh, 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 uh price to value relationship that, 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 that they can get comfortable with. And so the commission is irrelevant to the buyer and therefore should be irrelevant to me. Now, the only place like above a certain amount, if we're talking about 25% of GoDaddy, I'm never going to pay 25%. And so therefore I'm just not going to list my names unless I'm willing to put my names on their name servers, et cetera, and the whole thing.
1: Okay. But
0: for the most part, I will, I, I, it just, the the, the commission, Jen, I'm just trying to finish the, 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 the you, you know, you asked a question, I'm finishing my thought. So, uh, I don't Continue. think the commission really plays a role. Now, if you're getting into big numbers, it's a different story, but for the most okay, part, so no, that, I don't, that, I don't take it into account.
1: Okay. You made a good point that I didn't point out. You made a great point. When it comes to those smaller figures, like four to fives, whatever, who cares? And you're right. So when it is a four to five sale or a negotiation, those people typically like the knowledge base within them, they're going to somehow trip upon this like GoDaddy buy service. When it, So the situation that I'm in though, this is kind of like a quarter of a million dollar plus sale. So mm-hmm. these people, in my mind, it's a 50-50 to me so they can either be that person that you've described who doesn't really understand the landscape they'd rather go through a big brand they feel like this person's going to take care of them fine or they're very educated and they're wanting to have anonymity they want they're happy to pay that commission to this person um so yeah so that's i agree with you like when it is like the lower scale of the sale, sure, I don't mind with those sales and paying out commissions because you're right, like they're aware, but they're not aware. But when it comes to the higher end stuff, that's when I have to start asking some questions.
2: No, I think it's a good point. I think both sides are interesting. You know, for me, um I was say this was actually what I was saying before where I was saying shout out to Nick for working the buyer and getting the price up closer to where, you know, the anchor price or what have you, as opposed to, you know, it sounded like as opposed to spending the time trying to beat up Logan to get his price to, you know, to knock the price down. So that's all I was saying, but that's, it's an interesting point about sort of the the sophistication, the desire and the resourcefulness on the part of the buyer to circumvent the broker to pay. So Jen, are you talking about names that are parked with after like after Nick Landers, no. or are you talking about names with no. evergreen Landers?
1: No, these are evergreen landers, so people who have actually chosen to go through their buy service to protect their identity.
2: Mm-hmm. So yeah.
1: they, in my mind, are educated buyers. They know what they're doing because they would have gone to the lander and right. seen that there is an inquiry form there to begin a negotiation or an inquiry, but they've chosen to go gone down a different route. So then- I have to think to myself, why?
0: I read that differently. I read that differently. I actually, for the exact same reason, believe that that tells me that, that it is an uneducated buyer. Really? Yes. Because it, it it's literally just, or maybe they're just saying, yeah, I'm perfectly comfortable to pay an extra fifteen or twenty percent. But, uh, I, yeah, I, I, I it, it's a phenomenon in domain names that I will probably never understand, but we, we did the same. We, we had all our names on our own landers and uh, conversion rate went down. And so I put them back on Afternic, conversion went rate right up 300%. So, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I can tell you that the vast majority of people are not going to be well-educated buyers. And so if my conversion rate is increasing that much simply by having them on a Afternic slash GoDaddy lander, Um, you know, there's a few conclusions that I come to. One is that, you know, most of these buyers are not educated. Number two, uh, there is value in the GoDaddy branding and trust and three, um, there is likely value in the ability to quickly transact with a credit card versus, you know, going through like an escrow and dealing with, you know, human contact, (laughs) right? A lot of these people really, actually their preference is literally just that they don't want human contact. They don't want to have an email exchange. They don't want to get on the phone. They just want mm-hmm. to bang it with a credit card and move on. They don't care about you. They don't want to have a fucking conversation. They don't anything. Yeah, they don't but, even want to fucking okay. talk about uh, the price. They just want, four
1: to, you know, four to five figures, that makes sense, okay? Yep. But when you get is, into a quarter of a million dollars or over, that requires a conversation.
0: It's true, and probably the circumstances change, but the weird thing, which is to no end frustrating to me, and likely to you as well, uh, is that it actually doesn't change with the big names. For the most part, it doesn't change. It's just the behavior is the same. Um, In my experience, they- they, I find uh, that
1: they uh, do, I I do find that, at that at the, highest at the end. higher end, at the highest yeah. end, they will definitely like in my experience, like there's some like game playing going on at the sure. beginning. Absolutely. But if you've got the patience and they they will always come and find you. That's in my experience. Like if I put my foot down and go, nope, like well, especially if the, the the, especially
2: if the out. domain has, so, especially if the domain is worth but it.
0: But let's break that down to first principles. Why does it change at the highest end? The again, in my opinion, the only reason it changes is that what we're doing is we're shifting from something that is a nice to have or an optional mm-hmm. choice to something that's a must have. That's the only difference. Right. The difference is it's it's less about the amount of money it's about the sophistication of the buyer and the tr- the fact that this is a must have versus a nice to have. And so in those cases the the leverage changes. Now the leverage is in the hands of the owner as opposed to the buyer.
1: Right. Yep. I agree with that.
2: Uh Logan, so I was going to ask you then for what you know what's your kind of approach go to not to recap everything they just talked about or pick a side but um Pick a side, Logan. So, are you listing your names with? uh, I don't think we're
0: saying. I don't think we're saying things. I don't think we're saying. No, no. I was. I was more. We're
1: not. not. I think I'm just trying to
0: uh, analyze the reasons why, or you know, Uh, why why is why does behavior? Why do you see buyer behavior in certain areas?
1: And it's Uh, fascinating the psychology behind it all, and why Probably. they do what they do. like that's yeah and i totally agree with you i do think it is about sophistication timing convenience price points it's it there are so many different circumstances that come into play it's hard to um really just put it down to a it's this or it's that you know
2: no I, so logan what's your approach is it listed afterneck parker godaddy what's your uh, what are you typically finding and especially with your CCTLDs, like do, you, do you have a different approach because you're doing a lot of CCTLD stuff?
3: <clears throat> I pretty much do all buy it now, and I'm doing it all at Afternick Landers. okay, um, And that works pretty well for me. I used to price, uh, when before GoDaddy bought Dan, and Dan only had a 9% commission, I used to have lower prices on the Dan Landers and higher prices in the marketplace at Afternick and even Sato. And I would still have people avoid the Dan Lander and go buy it at GoDaddy at the higher yep. price uh, just yep. because they, they trust the GoDaddy brand. And GoDaddy, yep. GoDaddy's equity in their brand is just huge. And so they feel safe, the buyers feel safer going through GoDaddy instead of talking to us directly. And so I just try to feed into that as much as possible because I, I love the fact that the AfterNick Buy Now Lander is actually on GoDaddy.com. The URL is basically on GoDaddy.com. So when they go, go to the landing page, they see GoDaddy right there. They're on the website. Uh, so it's just a very trustworthy, less, you know, frictionless as much as possible uh of a transaction for them. So I don't, you know, I I'm, I'm happy to pay the 15%, whatever it is that GoDaddy charges now. Um because it it's worth it for me.
2: Sure. Well, like you said, at the end of the day, or actually not like you said, like Drew said, at the end of the day, you're not paying the commission, the buyer is. Um, all yeah. right, cool. So well, good stuff. I, I love this is real domain talk. You know, this is what it's all about.
1: Danica um, Patrick was and, worth every dollar in those Super Bowl yeah, ads, guys.
2: Right?
0: <laughs> and it's not—it's not. This isn't easy for me to even really say because you know I was very vocal when when, when GoDaddy came out and said, "Look, we're going to make it." You know, it's twenty five percent commission unless you were on our landers. I was like, "Look, this is literally," and I still believe it is—you uh, know—borderline unfair business practices. <laughs> but ballsy. Um, <laughs> you know i mean look they're probably one lawsuit away from that having to change but that being said uh the 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 brand equity is real i have fully capitulated much to the dismay of you know chris and matthew and and our brokers team because you know i'm not sending them as many leads as i used to because uh, you know, a lot of these names I've just put them on uh uh the after Nick Landers because the conversion rate is just so much higher. Um and so it's just it's the cost of doing business. You know, uh I I I I I don't really take you know the commission into account. I price a name for what I think the name should be priced at, and the commission I pay is the cost of doing business. So um yeah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean I got think, to say about that. No, it's all good stuff. It's very good. All right, cool. Well, do you have a name to throw up for the domain game?
0: <laughs> all right. Uh, hydrotherapy.com. Hydrotherapy.com. I forgot we were even playing the domain game. Is it a buy or sell? Uh, this is sell. This is sell. Hydrotherapy.
1: Hydrotherapy.com.
0: This is sell. This is a name from, from uh, our legacy portfolio
1: had um, it a while.
2: So I'm actually out on this one. I've got some insight. So it's a bummer. Hold I'm trying up. to win this game. I'm trying to win. Okay. So just me Hang and on. just you and Jen. just you and Jen. So head to head.
1: Hydrotherapy. Okay. All right.
0: Shit,
2: ready to go? Don't know.
1: Here
2: we go! Flip it. Three, two, one. Boom! Okay. All right. Jen's got twenty-two thousand two hundred twenty-two dollars. Logan's at sixty thousand
0: dollars. Oh wow! Guy. Woo! <laughs> I want to give it to Logan, but it actually goes to Jen by Woo. a hair. Damn. <laughs> goes to Jen by a hair, but it really, you know, you know, if we were, if this was if this was Price Is Right, Logan.
1: Yeah, of course. I I thought it was worth more for sure. Oh, no, Price was, is Right just, is the
2: closest without going over.
1: No, no. Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah, but I just thought when the we should have had said,
0: play. He doesn't even know
1: what the right. Said... <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, you when, said technically it, Logan
1: wins. No, when you said, said legacy, is Right
2: volume. rules, Logan would win. No,
0: no. Prices, Price is Right rules, Logan wins. Yes. What, what was the what price? Sell-
2: what did you sell it for?
0: The price. The price for the 000- rules. My God. Okay. The price for $40,000. Right. Yeah, okay. So that means, uh yeah. Wait. Pr- closest to the pin without. Ah, you're right. You're right. Whoa. You're she right. wins.
2: Billy. 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 Stop. Yeah, yeah. Do the no, whole no, thing where Jen
0: you do that. No question about it. Jen wins. But I was thinking in my head that under prices, right rules. I,
2: no, I get that. But uh, hold on, Billy. Do the whole not- rewind thing. JT is right. Rewind. JT is right. You know, do all that, then we can get back and we can continue. On.
0: Okay, the price was forty thousand dollars, right? Yeah, okay. So that means, uh yeah. Wait, right, pr- closest to the pin without ah, you're right. You're right. Ah, you're
3: right. You're right. Ah, you're right. Ah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I screwed myself. Be- I screwed myself because I had fifty thousand dollars and I oh. rethought it and I put sixty. 60- so I thought I didn't think Drew would sell a name like that one, which would have a, it's a pretty high ticket item, um, and I think they would is, go at a higher but, higher value.
0: Look I, again, I will repeat, much to the dismay of everybody who you know all the haters. Okay, I put my money where my mouth is all the time on a daily basis. Okay, and so what do we do? We go over, we look at our SEO tools. Okay. We say, how many searches a month are there for hydrotherapy? Again, this is more of a descriptive commercial term than it is, let's say, an arbitrary brand, right? If it was, I don't know, uh, I don't know, great.com is not really a name you can price by looking at the data, right? It's like, it's an opportunity cost valuation. Uh, Whereas hydrotherapy is a commercial descriptive term, right? And so we look at the data. And the data says there are 16,000 people a month in the United States that search for the word hydrotherapy every month. Uh, It does not have a particularly exciting long tail, although there is certainly some substance there. Um, And uh, uh, worldwide, there are 44,000 exact match searches per month for the domain name hydrotherapy. The number two place that it searched for is India, so you can basically write that off. Um, and um, that's just a, that's not a, a dig on India. It's just a, the commercial it's traffic just the data. of India it's just is the basically data. worthless, right? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so basically, sixteen thousand people per month in the United States, four thousand per month in the in the UK, four thousand Australia, two thousand Canada. That's your commercial audience, yeah. and. Uh, the cost per click that advertisers pay is only 60 cents. It's under a dollar, which basically means that there's very few, if any uh, commercial enterprises that are buying that traffic that are really competing for that traffic. There does appear to be some organic competition, but the, you know, the domain, um, you know, the, the difficulty, the ranking difficulty uh, uh, on Ahrefs is 51. Like that's nothing. That's not a hard term. Right, So so uh, that tells me that, you know, there, let's say global demand is 44000 At $40,000 sale price, I think I got 100% of the value of this name. In fact, I'd even argue if you, if you do extrapolate out and you're looking at a cost per click that's under a dollar, it's only 60 cents, we probably sold this for about a 30% premium. So while at first glance, I agree, I look at hydrotherapy and I think, ooh, great name you know, that clearly it should be like a low six-figure name, at least high f- five-figure. I go by the data. The data doesn't lie, right? right? Sometimes you undersell something because there is a subjective reason that your buyer wants this name and you're not aware of that, but I, you cannot build a business on that. Now, if you want to be Rick Schwartz and you want to just, and I'm not putting Rick down, clearly amazing strategy that has been successful, but I like to turn my inventory, okay? I've got, let's say, maybe there's 50 names that I, you're going to pay my price or you're going to pound sand, period, okay? But the rest of the stuff, I'm going to price it intelligently. I'm going to look at the data. I'm going to look at the commercial enterprises that are potential buyers for this domain. And I'm going to price it accordingly. And I think that hydrotherapy has 44,000 global demand, only 16,000 in the US, and is only a 60 cent cost per click. Forty thousand dollars. I think we had it priced at forty nine, and we got forty, and I think we got a hundred percent of uh,
3: the value.
1: I think it's a good price.
0: Cool. Yeah,
3: I should yeah, have stuck fine. to my original fifty thousand.
0: <laughs> exactly. That's the moral of the story.
2: So Jen basically sure. is going to win regardless. But let me throw another name out there just because we want to give the uh, we want to give the viewers their money's worth. So since Jen doesn't have a name, I'm just going to pull a recent scale. Oh, you want to do I another? Do another? Do you want, if you guys want to play,
1: well, you know, oh, you yes, yeah, Logan. It, if yeah. you've got so to to
2: give it
0: to us, baby. Yeah,
2: and then I get to play. Then I get to play, which is
0: okay. so have a chance.
1: You get to this play and lose.
0: which is really all he wanted was the ability to play, <laughs> the ability to participate.
2: Taking <laughs> oh, <dang> it, <laughs> by the way, Defi I wanted you. was a
0: participation trophy.
2: No, the ability to participate is different than the participation trophy um defi is a badass site by the way it looks like a pretty cool blockchain uh you know thing tool thing they've got going oh on. by the
0: way i wanted to make one comment about the defi thing you know it, it is funny to me uh you know it, it, it's funny to me that people uh uh and this isn't a, this isn't a jab logan but it, it's funny to me that that and, and clearly, you were right to think this way because you sold the domain for $38,000, which, you know, proofs in the pudding, as they say. But it's funny to me that people think that just because something is related to DeFi, that it should have some material value. It is my experience that it's quite the opposite, meaning that if you think about what DeFi is, it means it is decentralized. There is no centralized party. And in order to achieve an ex- Exceptional sales price for anything, you need a centralized party that has an ego and a, and a, and a, and a, uh, uh, let's say a, uh, an ambition, uh, to pay up for a premium domain name. And as the nature of decentralization is that there is no centralized party and getting people who are decentralized, truly decentralized, to agree on anything is, you know, like herding cats. Um, I find it somewhat, uh, Ironic that anyone should think that something related to DeFi should sell at a premium as opposed to something which is centralized. If you catch my drift.
2: It is interesting. So uh, but go ahead, Logan. You got one for us. You said it was another sale.
3: <laughs> yes, it's another sale. You ready? Y'all ready? <laughs> yeah, we're totally uh, ready. <laughs> this one is this one is perceptive.io. Perceptive.io.
2: Perceptive. P-E-R-C-E-P-E-I-V-E. Perceptive. I-O. All right, I like it. Um All right. Ready to get this point? No. <laughs> I mean, we'll see.
1: It's like brothers and sisters, like, I just want to beat you guys so bad. <laughs>
2: You so should see me and my sister, like she's like you, where she's like so competitive. we can't play board games on holidays. It just gets crazy.
1: No, because people in my house, when we play Monopoly or you know, like people end up crying. So they, Oh yeah, yeah.
2: No,
0: no, no. If we play Monopoly, I make people cry.
2: Every time. It's actually my twelve year old that always wins. He's like it's it's really wild. Well, um, I
1: know what we're doing next conference.
0: <laughs>
2: monopoly. Exactly. We're doing
1: a monopoly right. tournament. I yo, know, by the way, I
0: have always so badly, I don't even really know why I haven't done it, but I've wanted to create a domain name Monopoly game so bad. Oh, domain names are so that. meant for Monopoly, yeah. you know. Yes. There's like, you know, there's like, let's say that you know, the top, I, how many squares are on a Monopoly board? Maybe 60, like 40, Z? you know, whatever. Yeah, 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 right. It's like, you know, top 50, 100 domain names in the world. Top, you That's know, you cool. got sex.com, you got love.com, yeah. art.com, home.com. You know, yeah. money.com. Do
1: it, Drew. Do it. Uh,
0: I I, totally. How cool would that be?
1: That's the coolest merch. So... Yeah, That's,
0: and they're
2: forty. 40, 40 by percent. the way, it is four. It's its 40 squares. So, do I get a point in the domain game for guessing how many squares? The
0: only no. the only problem <laughs> is that I think our audience is probably limited to like you know the couple thousand people that watch domain sherpa. Like it's, it's it literally like be, like nobody yeah. else on earth is ever buying domain name monopoly
2: i don't think you would make it to to sell it i think you make it to like give it away as like a cool like you know like we'll do a media options or domain sherpa branded domain monopoly game and swag do- that
3: nobody ever receives yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, exactly
3: logan. Man. logan come on <laughs> man. we were cool we were cool that could be in
0: the you know what, what, what's the what's the pile of the cards with the with question mark
2: Yeah, yeah yeah chance Chance, yeah, chance, mer- chance. Merch, chance never merch never arrived. Merch never arrived. Go back three spaces. Yeah,
3: go, <laughs> go back three spaces. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh man, all right. Wait, hold on. We still didn't. Let's go. Are right, we? We didn't guess on the name yet, right? Perceptive.io. You ready? Drew? Oh, that, yeah, all
0: right. Three,
2: all right. two, one. All right. Okay, so it's a sale. Jen has seven thousand seven hundred seventy-seven dollars. I have twelve thousand five hundred. Drew's got twenty-four thousand eight hundred and ninety-five dollars. Logan to circle, get the square. What is the deal,
3: Drew? In. Oh Aww. man, you are you're
2: doing your thing, man! Wow, look at that! I think you just came up here to flex. You know, you're just like, oh man, I've been waiting for this invite to come up and show people what I do and how I do it. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah. all right. It
3: was, it, It was a twenty nine thousand nine hundred ninety five dollar buy. It now,
2: boom. Yeah, we got to reprice and get our names like all our names listed. We went through a big (laughs) old pricing exercise. It's still a work in progress. And uh, so, was that also through Afternic or was that through somewhere else?
3: Also through Afternic.
2: And then, what did you pay for the name when you acquired it? If you can tell us, and how long did you hold it?
3: Uh, I held for five hundred eighty eight days, and I paid. $605 $605 at Docky.ly back in February 2022.
2: Wow. Good for you, dude. I love it. I love the acquisition, obviously. So, uh, the, um, meaning like the, the platform, right? So is that, um, is that, where'd you say you got it?
3: Docky.ly. It's a drop catch for CC TLDs yeah. pretty much.
2: Yeah. No, it's, I mean, like, that- it's, like, it's like,
3: it's competitive to park. It's competitive.
2: Yeah, yeah. well, that's what I, And I would, my guess would be that not too many people are familiar with it. Right. And that's where I think is an interesting thing. When you talk about niche stuff, CCTLDs, I like CCTLDs better than, you know, so the new G's, right. The, the CCTLDs are where IOs, AIs, VCs, you know, there's, there's, there's gold in them, their hills, right. If you know how to mine for it. And, um, mm-hmm. I think that's an, ex- that's a perfect example. So Pretty cool, man. And that's one of the things here about Domain Sherpa that's really interesting. I tell people, you know, we kind of-
0: Just for clarification, though, uh, when you say you're a heavy CCTLD investor, are you looking for what I call generic CCTLDs, like a .ai that doesn't actually represent the country code? It's more of a generic meaning. Or a .io, which is, again, more of a generic meaning. Um, Most people probably don't even know that it represents Indian Ocean. So- Or are you looking for .de's, you know .uk's, .fr things that represent
3: a country? No, secondary meaning. I'm looking at .gg, .io, .ai, so things that have a you know commercial meaning too, more than more so than the .de or anything. like Yeah,
0: that's what I assumed. I just wanted to clarify
3: for the audience. Just because the the only people, the only one people. The Go only one I do people. Uh, for the country do is yeah. .dot a .dot so they e. I'll do uh-huh. a e for UAE.
0: That's yeah. pretty cool, man. A lot of growth, a lot of growth happening in in Arab Emirates. Well, congratulations! Yeah. On congratulations, all the- Yeah, congratulations on the Thank sales. That's you. awesome.
2: All right, well, look, that's the domain game. Jen officially wins. Congratulations, Jen. Here we go. Was was that the cheering, by the way? I never know which buttons are which. You know, was, did you guys that hear that? I was cheering, yeah.
1: Like, Clapping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's
2: what we're getting. That's that's what you get. I should actually mark these at some point. I mean, I have a handful of them. Um, all right. Well, congratulations. Jen wins the domain game. You know, Jen, for somebody who talks about like, I don't want to play the domain game. If I gotta come on and do the domain game, you're killing me. You literally win it like at, like almost like sixty percent of the time on the show. So Good job again, Jen. You might get more. I
1: know, but I just feel like it's a lot of it is just not in my wheelhouse. So it's just guessing, like to be honest. Like I don't, yeah. Well, you're anyway.
2: Good, good guessing. Good guessing. All right. Well, good
1: guessing. (laughs)
2: Media Options is the industry's
0: leading domain broker specializing in domain acquisitions, high-value domain sales and domain name consultation. As pioneers and thought leaders on the subject of the domain aftermarket and domain name value, plus through their clear domain acquisition service, Media Options offers startups and established corporations an unparalleled scope of high-value domain options, providing access to domain names and curation technologies not available elsewhere. Media Options believes in the power of a great domain name and is dedicated to helping you obtain yours. Call or email today to put a domain to work for you.
2: <laughs> we're going to keep it moving, and we're going to go into our NameJet and a Jet segment. So that was the domain game. We're now sliding into segment three, which is NameJet and a Jet. This section sponsored by NameJet, reviewing domains coming up for auction. Um, if you go to the Domain Sherpa page on the website, domainsherpa.com, for this episode, you can pull a spreadsheet that has some data around. The buy valuation, take those with a grain of salt. How many bids as of the time we do the show? When the back order end date is. There's actually one now you can kind of jump in these auctions like as they're happening. So um, I do have at least one name where the back order end date is prior to when the show is going to air. So for that particular one, you might want to get moving on it sooner because you will not have the opportunity to bid on it once you get to a certain point. Um, but anyway, other than that, um, you know, there's links to the actual page on the NameJet site. So, this is really just, you know, we don't have an affiliate relationship. It's just to help y'all. So, definitely check that out if it helps you guys. And then, in the meantime, we're going to talk about which ones the Sherp is like, what they don't like, um, and, uh, you know, which ones they think might sell for more than they're willing to pay and all that good stuff. So, we've got a list of 14 names. Uh, there was actually one name that it looks like had already been renewed. So, Logan, so what did you do? Did you do some kind of like a who is uh, the kind of like a who is scrub or something on the list because it was still available for name bidding on or uh, back ordering on Namejet, like as if there was an upcoming back order end date um so obviously it looks like it's been renewed so
3: yeah i just noticed that that it had been prepaid about five years to 2029 so therefore it could not be um pending delete
2: sure so but did you check the who is on all the domains is that what you did
3: Yes. Yes. I. Sorry. I checked the, who is in all the domain. <laughs> I even looked at. I even looked at the uh, U.S. Uh, Patent and Trademark Office for all of them, as well as just a good, a good old Google search. Uh, oh, yes, okay. Crunch, um, crunch. face lookup.
2: Hey, well. This is what I'm talking about. We're talking about guests that take their charge seriously, coming on the show and doing doing the thing, and that's what I like. I like that a lot. Um, all right. So. Hundred percent. Since you did the research a little bit, I'm a, you can go first, and let's pick a couple of names that you like, and then give me at least one that maybe you think will either sell for more than you're willing to pay for it, or you just don't like it
3: well there's there's two that I like a lot, but I think are risky because of trademark uh, considerations, okay um, and I think I think in the end that the auction people will overpay for them and potentially put themselves at risk. Attention. Okay. And that, that would be Akira and BioPure. Mm, okay. Um, BioPure has so many trademarks on it, um, which could be good, could be bad, you know? Um, but I just feel like um, there would be an aggrieved buyer out there who would probably want to go after that name if you asked too much for it. That's just my own opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Akira is definitely uh, many different uh, trademarks, even an anime character cartoon character out there so there's some ip around that one a lot so i like the names i just i'm not going to go after them because i just don't think i may want to put myself in a position to own them um but it's just my own strategy of how i do this the ones right. I, the ones i like the most though that i think would be kind of me trying to get it for as little as i could um but in the end have a you know good value to me would be futuretech.com and topform.com. i think those are both brandables that have a lot of use out there. Uh, I like Future Tech better than top form, but okay. I think um, I think they're kind of sleepers. I think, you know, they're not, they don't jump off the page as being the best ones on the page, but I think c- compared to the others and what they'll eventually sell for, I think those are the ones that have potentially for good value. Um, hmm. And lastly, crit, crit.com is a good one. And I think it'll sell for pretty high. so I, I think future tech's the one I would like to try get try to get as best of a bargain price as I could. I think crit will get too, get too high and I'll probably have to bow out in the end, but I think it's a really good one.
2: Okay. Well, so, all right, Jen, let's kick it over to you. And what do you think are the, any of the ones that, uh, that Logan mentioned kind of on your short list after you looked at the list? Um, he obviously did a better job with his research. So, you know, like it's, you know,
1: yeah. see, I'm, like there is someone else that comes prepared, trying to provide value, you know, like these are the people I love. Um, uh, I do, I like Rochelle. Okay. Um, yeah. It's and I ignoring the Estebot value because I think that's rubbish um, because it can be misspelled a lot. But I do like the personal names, and there are a bunch of companies out there with that name. Um, I'm sure there are yeah, a bunch of. Teams I also
2: right. noticed with that, you know, it's it's places, right? There's a town in Illinois. There's New Rochelle, which is a town in. Yeah. Um, New York. New York. Um, there's La Rochelle, which is a city in the west coast of France. Um, so, yeah, I think, and that's probably why, you know. So what do you guys, uh, real quick, just a 30-second, just th- you know, when you look at city names, um, how do you feel about those in general? Like, is are city names something that you leave to the folks that are focused on geo-type stuff? Uh, is uh, it, you know.
1: I've, uh, uh, I've represented a bunch of, like, states countries trying to like who do you sell these to so it's either like you kind of go down that commercial avenue of like tourism right or you try to go into like the government sectors they don't want to spend money so it's I don't know I when it does like so I wasn't thinking of that one as a geo but it is um but yeah I don't I I I stay away from the geos personally
2: all right, Well, cool. We'll keep it moving. What else you like?
1: Uh not much. Um
2: <laughs> You're always so picky too with these cuz you guys deal with such high-end stuff. I get it. <laughs> I... This name jet, this
1: this, yeah. you know. So with top form stuff. that Logan mentioned, I just kind of the, that one I was a bit like, "Ooh, it like from a branding perspective, like with type form, it kind of made me a little bit uh like a little bit potentially jarring for whoever's trying to use that if they're in that form vertical. Any of these like com like those kind of like long-tail names, yeah, I mean, if, if you can get it for the right price, you will potentially get like a small um, piece of that. But, I, yeah, nothing else really like stood out to me in this one.
2: Okay. All good. Drew, what do you think?
0: Uh yeah, I mean we kind of covered everything, but um I I, I hear what Logan's saying on Akira. I but I love that name. I like that name mm-hmm. a lot. Uh you know, you gotta be very careful. And if you are gonna make a concerted play to buy that name, be prepared that there's a pretty strong likelihood you will in order to achieve there are certain names like this whereby you need to have high conviction. And you need to have deep pockets. And regardless of what you pay for in auction, you need to be prepared that in order to achieve your, your ultimate sale price of what the name is actually worth, you're likely going to have to fight a battle. Uh, and on the backside of that battle, you will shift the perspective of who has the leverage with that opportunistic buyer and uh, potentially achieve... Uh, you know, the sale price that that the name is worth if you play your cards right. But that requires a lot of ifs. It requires you to have the pockets to fight the battle. It requires you to have the conviction to fight the battle. It requires you to say no to lower offers, knowing that saying no is likely to get you into a legal battle. Uh, You know, so there's a lot of things there. But Akira.com in and of itself, in a vacuum, uh, ignoring all of that, is a phenomenal, awesome. Awesome. phenomenal, awesome. phenomenal, domain. Nice
1: mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it is just a tremendous brand with multiple applications, a ton of IP around it. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's a sweetheart of a name, but not for the faint of heart. It is going to cost you a lot of emotional and, uh, uh, you know, stress, uh, emotional resources and stress. Um, I want to love double your money. Like I, like I do love double your money, but the, the rational part of me is like, really know oh. what you're going to do who, who with it? it. I don't know who the, to? yeah, I don't know who the buyer is, you know, maybe some kind of online yeah. scam casino type of thing. Um, I don't know, but I, I, I want to love it. So it's like one of those names under a grand, I'd probably buy it, but um, it'd probably be in my portfolio 20 years from now still. And, I'd still be saying oh i love that name uh, you know what would you do it so yeah but uh uh what else do i like in here i don't know i feel like log cabin we've seen like 48 times over the last 15 years on um, yeah no you know i'll agree on future tech is, is just a great game you know we sold future.com to uh, a16z uh uh anderson horowitz for their uh, future.com blog you know talking about the future of technology uh and so future tech is you know right in that vein it's a great name you know perfectly makes sense for a media play in the future of technology which is probably one of the only few places in media where you can actually make money and um uh i i like it great name um more of a media name than a, oh, I'm going to be a startup that launches new tech, right? It's it's more of a more of a VC name or a, you know, a small angel name or a media play, uh, you know, in that, that field. Sense. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I'm with it. And then if I pick one that I don't like, I don't really like Gold Cash. You know, we've seen that movie before. We're not going to have some Gold-backed digital currency—that shit is—that ship has sailed. Um, So I don't really see a value in gold cash. To me, that's just like word soup. Yeah, Uh, I I agree. I think that's. uh, Yeah, I was surprised.
2: Okay,
0: I'd
3: rather rather have cash for gold. (laughs) One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Gold, baby. Cash Mm -hmm. for gold
0: is that's that's a huge, huge name, right? Massive, massive
2: what about uh uh, so the name i was talking about where it's probably it's already gonna be an auction by the time the show airs is train track.com train track.com any value there
0: not really you know what i'm saying like oh well you know um, the manufacturer of train track you know like okay could it be some blockchain company it's like oh we're laying the tracks and we're gonna be train track we're laying the rails uh you know for digital payments of the future (laughs) <laughs> it's like okay you got 500 other fucking options you know like yeah yeah, yeah. well that's it's just if you buy we talk about for that like a lot 500 yeah. this is the thing i i, I want to pound into people's heads you know i've said it before say it again i don't care uh, somebody somebody i respect some one of the top domain traders in the market hit me up yesterday offering me domain okay this is somebody i know and love and somebody that you guys all know and love, very intelligent person in the domain space. But even they don't get this absolutely fundamental principle. This is rule number one. I don't care if you want to be a domain investor or a stock investor or a gold investor or a Bitcoin. It doesn't fucking matter. Everything in the universe is relative. Okay, There is nothing in a vacuum. And so when you're making a choice to buy Traintrack.com, Or anything else for that matter, an ounce of gold, a car, a house, a stock, doesn't matter. It is relative to every other opportunity for which you could allocate that same amount of capital. Okay. And so then you need to evaluate it based on your priorities. What are your priorities? Are you looking for? Do you have a time preference? Are you looking to maximize your upside? Are you looking to minimize your downside? Are you looking to? Uh, uh, you know, just accumulate? Are you looking for the best opportunity that's available at a particular time? Are you looking for the best ROI? What are you optimizing? for? And based on that framework, you need to evaluate every investment you make, every domain you purchase, not from, is this worth it? But is this the best use of my capital at this moment in time? Should I deploy capital at all? And so this guy approached me yesterday and he said, hey, I know you're going to love this domain. And he was right. It's a domain I love. But he's asking a price that I think is probably roughly double. Now, it's still, some might say is in the wholesale range, but it's at the very high end, the very tippity top of the wholesale range. And, you know, he say, do you want to buy this? I know you love it. You can out, just buy it, overpay. And six months ago, I probably would have because the opportunity cost of deploying that capital was lower. Today, I'm fully deployed into Bitcoin. So everything I'm going to sell, anything I want to buy, I'm going to basically be selling Bitcoin in order to reallocate to something else. And so I'm evaluating every single purchase in that framework of okay, my opportunity cost is whatever I believe the opportunity is in, in this alternative investment, right? It's, it's whatever, whatever it is. Maybe, maybe you're not a Bitcoin guy. Maybe you're gold. Maybe you're stocks. Maybe you're whatever. There's a 20% rip still upside probably on the S&P right now before we crash. There's a, you know, so there's, there's always an opportunity cost, always something relative to the purchase you want to make. And so I'm sorry that's a very long way of answering the question. But if I look at a name like train track.com, it's a punt, okay? And at this moment in time, I'm not looking for a punt, okay? Because you're, all you're doing is tying up capital
3: when there's a tremendous amount of opportunity cost. Okay. Yeah, I think that's a it, great point. It. It, uh, it's a nice alliteration in terms of being a brandable for to train track. You know, it sounds nice. Uh, and most of the usages I saw for it was actually for training, for tracking your training. How ah, much training have you completed? Ooh, I kind like of like it for that. Reason.
0: Now <laughs> yeah,
2: you
3: like it. Exactly. I was like, I'm in. Oh, All that shit in. I
0: said before. But, no, <laughs>
3: yeah, but, but are they big time spenders? I don't. But I, I, no. I don't think it's a highly, I don't think it's a highly, highly viable domain. Uh, that's why I didn't make my cut. I just didn't, even though I like train track, I like the alliteration in it. Just didn't think much to it.
2: Well, and I think that you make a really good point um, and you've mentioned it a couple of times uh, in your analysis when you talk about your names and your pricing and all that is that, you know, about the idea of a buyer with, with deep pockets, right? And, and mm-hmm. you know, Chris talks about in his book, we talk about on the show all the time. It's like, who's the buyer for the domain? You know, we look at the buyer types and, you know, it really does based on, you know, the ultimate ability for a real end user or someone, you know, with real, real money to come in and, you know, pay the price that you think a domain is worth. You know, is it like wh- who is the buyer for that domain? I yeah.
3: mean, that's and it. and and to juice point, to juice point, I think that train track.com is going to go for over a thousand dollars at the auction. But I'd rather have that thousand dollars as gunpowder to buy an even better name. Um totally. I'd want to buy that one.
2: Love it. I think totally. that makes a lot of sense. And uh yeah. So and with that, that is the end of namejeck in a jet. Here under me, Sherpa. We're now into the final segment, which is grand closing, where we talk about anything we have not already talked about or covered. You know, Usually, we'll plug some ICA stuff or some other things. I uh, Does anybody, Jen, let me start with you. Uh, I kind of go around the horn, and we'll close with Logan, but you got anything in your world that we haven't talked about?
1: Mate. Oh, mate. Right. Same old, same old. Right, <laughs> Just well, <good>. trucking along.
2: <laughs> I like it. All good, all good. All right, Drew, what about you, man? Anything that, you know, aside from your 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 adventures?
0: Uh
2: Bitcoin 50 day.
0: 50 yeah, man. Day. B- Bitcoin fifty thousand. Bitcoin broke fifty thousand. You know, we are uh we're well underway into uh this bull market. Uh I don't think uh, most people expected it to happen this way. Uh, I think a lot of people were sitting on the sidelines waiting for a big uh, correction to uh, get an entry point And uh, they didn't get it. And, and Bitcoin always takes the path of maximum pain. So maximum pain in this case was rip your face off before you got in. And uh, so that's, that's where we're at. It's an exciting time. Uh, And what's great is that when Bitcoin rips, it generally, uh, does well for domains. And so I think, um, I think we're going to see an exciting, uh, uh, you know, I think the next, the next 60 days, 60, 90 days are going to be pretty exciting. Um, and then I think we're going to see the world blow up and, uh, uh, and then, you know, what will be will be. I, I, you know, it's funny. I, it's going to be such a crazy fucking year because we're going to see. It's it's really going to be bipolar. We're going to see this. You know, I think that we will have totally irrational exuberance over the next sixty days, ninety days, maybe forty five days, whatever it's going to be. Where we're going to see a twenty percent rip on the S and P. You know, I think the S and is going to go to six thousand, maybe you know even more. I think that you're going to see Bitcoin making a new all time high. Uh, I think that you're going to see things just get absolutely silly. And then we're going to see some kind of black swan event come. Uh, there's just so many sitting on the horizon. And, um, I think that, uh, I think that the economic situation is finally going to come, you know, into reality. Uh, I think that, that this sort of deceptively strong American economy is, is an illusion that, you know, we're going to pull back the curtain on that in the next 60, 90 days, uh, I think there's a whole bunch of credit, uh, issues that are going to come to the forefront. I think that we're starting to see the next leg down in the banking crisis. I think we're, you know, we got a geopolitical mess. I think they're going to do, you know, us, you know, the us, uh, uh election. You, you just, you've got a lot. So I think we got a, a pretty well, rational, yeah. exuberant 60, 90 days in front of us. Then we're going to see a massive, something really ugly is going to happen. But I think that the response to that uh, is going to just be stimulus because that's the only bullet in the gun, and so we're going to just see money print to go burr. And uh, I don't—that is not a positive. I don't want anybody to even for a second believe that I think that that's a good thing. It's not, uh, but it will be a good thing for the Bitcoin price. And uh, if you know history is any indication, it will be a good thing for domain names. And. Um, And so we'll see what form that takes uh, and we'll see how long it takes for it to sort of bridge the gap. And when I say the gap, down gap in, in everything, I think, you know, you're going to see asset prices take a a shit. Um, And, um, but you know, like COVID, we saw that, right? You saw March, 2020. uh, I think, you know, markets basically bridge that gap in like days or weeks, you know, it was like, you you know, went off cliff and then right back up right and so yeah. uh depending on how the how quickly they respond depending on what type of response depending on degree of response you know we'll see how quickly that that sort of i don't, I don't even want to call it a recovery but we'll see how quickly that response time takes to kick in and then i think we're going to be back to uh you know i i said it on andrew Allman's predictions thing this is going to be a repeat of 2020. But instead of COVID, we're going to get something else. It might be economic, it might be political, it might be biological. I don't know what it's going to be, but we're going to see a repeat of 2020. I, I really believe that. That's basically what we're looking at. Okay.
2: Well, and with that, he's out. Yes, <laughs> so. Hey, they have. He's. I've got nothing else to say. Um, wow. All right. Well, that was really good, really positive. You know. Um, oh, there you go. You know, it was good. Sorry, you ducked out after you made your point and then just disappeared. It was pretty awesome, actually, because you're like, "That's a Black Swan, <laughs> mic drop, mic drop." Yeah, exactly. Um, and then uh, no, either. I mean, look, I you no, know, no, 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 we're good. We're, we're yeah, it's you good. You love it's to good. like
0: warrow in your solos, you know, sorrows. Like, I don't think I'm being negative. I think I'm being realistic. This is what I think is teed up to happen, and I think well, that I think, you know, those who are prepared of- will benefit. This is not, this is an opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you know, you can go into your corner in your dark room and be like, I'm so scared. And you know, if that's you, I'm sorry, but I like to prepare myself by understanding what I think the outlook like some it's there's times when you want to have dry powder as, as, as Logan alluded to. And there's times when you want to be fully deployed and there's, you know, uh, you need to make smart financial decisions. You need to make smart company decisions and, 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 and I think the more information, the more perspectives, I don't, I might be totally wrong. Who the fuck am I? You know? So, uh, but that's how I see it. No, and no, uh, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. To and get my perspective. So I'm, I'm just letting people know what I think and how I'm acting and, and we, uh, and we all appreciate you know, it,
2: but let me keep it moving for a second. Um, I do think the point you make about the black swan event, I mean, just the election alone is going to create chaos. It's not even a black swan because
0: it's it's like almost obvious, right? It's just, we don't know which shoe is going to drop, but there's a whole bunch teed up.
2: That's kind of what I'm saying. So, but Hey, uh, Logan, what about you, dude? You know, what do you got going on other than what we've already talked about and, uh, anything else in your world? I know you
3: said you're going to be doing some traveling. What else is good? Yeah. Traveling in, uh, May and June. Uh, otherwise just looking forward next week to valentine's day my uh little three and a half year old daughter we made uh, a custom box for her for her friends to put their valentines in her box and then her mom and her made a bunch of different like 20 different little handmade valentine's cards and stuff like that so they're doing that this week and uh that's about it I mean i, I, I don't so disagree wholesome. with what i don't dis- disagree with what drew's talking about in terms of uh monetary problems and uh, economic problems because i just dis- I, I agree generally with what he's saying um but at the same time, you gotta keep a positive outlook as best you can. You know, uh at least right now I'm i I'm still believe I'm standing in the greatest country uh in the world. And uh it had definitely had its problems, probably some of the work problems it's had right now, but uh I'm still optimistic, you know. Team it, America, probably let's it's, go. It's hard to bet it's hard to bet against the USA, uh even on those days that I'd like to leave it.
0: Uh, so to be clear, uh I am very optimistic about the United States, uh, mm-hmm. just not in the short term. Yeah. So it depends on time horizon is everything, right? So, you know, I, I you know, it's going to be pretty ugly, I think, probably for the next twenty four months. But I think beyond that, I, I'm super optimistic. Ten years out, mm-hmm. America will reign supreme. I firmly believe America, that. America, yeah,
2: you know, because when again, this chaos day, yeah, America. They,
0: yeah. That when, when everything goes wrong, it's actually usually good for the America, right? So when everything goes wrong, it's yeah, actually usually good. the dollar that strengthens, right? It's usually yes. U.S. Treasury bonds that catch a bid, right? So um, all, all the other countries flee to the dollar for safety. so hundred percent. hundred percent. Because again, what is that highlighting? It's highlighting relativity, right? It's mm-hmm. highlighting what we said before. Because nothing is in a vacuum. And so even if the United States is going down the toilet as we speak, it's still better than everything else that's already down the toilet. So like you know, it just it, it catches a bid. The US will always catch the bid when there's chaos. That's
2: right, baby. Undefeated since uh seventeen seventy six. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Um but um all right, well, let's uh I think on that note, you know. Uh, I do think, uh,
0: I will say one more, (laughs) one more, you know, exciting thing on the horizon. We do have, uh, uh, we are going to be kicking off, uh, a whole bunch of new exciting stuff with rally road, uh, in 2024. And, uh, I'm pretty, I'm pretty pumped. I'm, I'm pretty excited. I think, uh, uh, we will have more offerings and, 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 and our approach to it is going to be different. And, uh, we're going to be even more engaged and and more in the driver's seat, and uh, I'm I'm pretty excited. I think if everything goes according to plan, and we can get a couple more deals out there, you know, I think we're going to have a pretty exciting opportunity to allow uh, our audience, our fans, our haters to you know bet with us. I mean, I don't want to say bet, but you know, invest alongside us, invest in the domains that we're buying, invest in. Uh, um, portfolios and, and, and packages of domain names that, that we, uh, see opportunity in, uh, and we will be putting our money where our mouth is. Uh, we already are. And so, uh, I am very excited about that. So anybody that is interested in, uh, you know, fractional domain investing, and I know there has been a tremendous amount of interest in that and there's been different approaches to it. And we had a sort of, you know, an early start, um, uh, because of the financial conditions, things fell off. You know, they were trying to build more liquidity into the platform in the secondary market before taking more IPOs live. And um, I think we've got a pretty exciting, you know, sort of agenda for 2024 and beyond. So very excited about that. Stay tuned for more.
2: Yeah, super excited for that. So, all right, well, look, with I think we are well over time. I appreciate you guys. Jen, thank you so much for tuning in. Drew, thank you so much for tuning in for your last show while on, uh, you know, in Thailand. And Logan, most importantly, thank you for joining, dude. It's great to have you on the show. Absolutely. Thank you, Logan. Looking forward to the next one. And Jen. uh, Of course, always, always, and Jen so and to the audience like i say thank you guys so much for tuning in without you there is no us so please we're not hard to find you have any questions comments whatever whatever clarifications um because uh speaking of which when we had the show last week we talked about the ens GoDaddy um integration and partnership which i think is very very cool and uh, especially love it especially for web2 domains that now have the ability to be connected directly to ethereum wallets um the point that somebody brought up on Twitter, and we we'll probably will do some follow up as we go. Obviously, Web three domains are an important thing, and Web three in general is something that we're very much in the middle of. But um, the uh, somebody had mentioned because Drew, you're saying that you know there's risk of getting effectively, um, you know, like uh, sort of defrauded by the fact that uh, you know, like the .ens domains can be mimicked by a handshake TLD or handshake domains, and uh,
0: yeah. I, I hear you, okay, but he, that. that <laughs> just let me can make the clarification. And, we don't even have to. No, no, the- no! Stop! 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 Because this is the thing. People in, in Dutch they say, you know, don't try to fuck an ant, right? And that's basically what this guy's trying to do. Because my point was not just about that somebody can uh have dot eth on handshake, okay? That's not the point. The point is zoom out a little bit. Anybody can have anything on any blockchain, in theory, right? So. I can launch a new handshake tomorrow. All it is is literally a copy of the Bitcoin code m- modified to be a, a you know a domain name blockchain, right? And so literally an endless number of people can launch an endless number of blockchains and each and every single one of those blockchains can have an unlimited amount of domain extensions. And so- uh, it has nothing to do with just Handshake. These are just the emergent players that exist okay. today. I hear you. I and hear there you. are many Quick others. Question. And so the person who is still trying to hold on to their dream of my dot domain is going to be priceless in the future, get a grip on reality. Okay? I'm trying to help you. I have used to be you. I used to think these things used to be something. Get a grip on reality. Don't waste your money. I'm trying to help you. Invest in actual domains that have commercial usability and a future. Right. Period. What about, what about the idea that someone could do a
2: handshake.com, for example, right? Mm-hmm. And then they, – They're know.
0: about to or maybe they already have it because it was reserved. And as we talked about in the last show, uh, all of these things were released. And so now somebody owns it. Somebody owns the dot .org, somebody owns the right, somebody
2: owns the .net, somebody owns the whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And this is just clarifying it for the you know for the folks like me out there. You know, the lowest common denominator, and we need it simplified. But so the difference as far as not being able to be sort of scammed with a .com handshake domain is that that name will not resolve in a major browser, right? Would you say we start there, right? And you would say that if I was going to try to send money to a .com domain to make sure I wasn't sending it to the handshake version. I would need to ensure that wherever I'm sending my ETH, um, I need to be doing it through the Ethereum blockchain. Would you say that the, that's like proper, you know, offset? Well, and we don't need to get weighed down that. This is hole more too.
0: technical, and I am not a yeah. technical person. But at a high level, what you're what you're what you're dealing with here is by connecting legacy DNS domain names. They call it .com with the ens protocol okay automatically you're always sending money over the ethereum network there is no alternative network to send it over right it only works for ethereum you feel me
2: i do feel and so
0: all money that you send is being sent over the ethereum network and therefore there's no ambiguity about where the money will arrive it will arrive at The Ethereum address that is connected to, to your .com domain. domain name, yep. right? And so, um, there is no ambiguity about it, right? Whereas, uh, on anything else, there is ambiguity because you could be dealing with an entirely other cryptocurrency. You'd be dealing with an entirely other crypto uh, blockchain. There's no, um, there's no moat let's say I, I for lack of a better word around um you know there's no limiting factor on which network uh uh or who controls the wallet or etc
2: yeah and you're and to your point like and you're not let's not get into a hyper technical discussion about it i just wanted to make the point that that the ens
0: i saw it but again it's just it, it's let me somebody, just make the point man. somebody you... trying to hang on to a dream and that's okay. Just, Dreams are great. You know like, what I'm oh, thank okay. you for the clarification that some, you know, that Ethereum owns the dot. It's like, oh, okay, that's great. So what kind of business plan is that? Is ENS going to go now? And every time somebody launches a new blockchain and there's a new dot E, now they got to go get that one too, right? And, and so that's, that's, that's the, that's the conundrum that we face. And that's and, and precisely the, the that reason I like there to will just never be say... any commercial value to any of this.
2: Right. So what I'm saying is, is that ENS has secured the rights to the .eth handshake TLD in an effort to preserve that and protect .eth users. So that's um, the
0: equivalent of, oh, my five-year-old fell down, cut his knee, and I put a on.
2: Well, at least you did that. And I hope you put Neosporin on as well. Um, Anyway. All right. So, guys, it's late my time. We've covered a ton of ground. This is a long show, but it's a great one. Again, Logan, thank you so much. Uh, And thank you to everybody else, Jen, Drew, the audience, everybody. We're going to close it down and shut it down now. And we will see everybody next time here on Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains. Peace out, everybody. See you soon.